The money down and the coke is up. I threw my plug, I'm this close to bust. He say you smoking dust. My niggas fire, you supposed to clutch. His mouth wide, he got opened up. That shit was gross as fuck. I took a look and seen the flesh in his brain. It's a long, cold road that the led to this pain. I done trekked in the snow. I done slept in the rain. Every time I buy a chain, I see glimpses of a slave. All right, so we have a super, super special episode Ooh, of... Revenue and relationships, but I'm so glad that we have Jalen here from Black Wealth What's Renaissance. Up? Our What's producer, up, EP. Yeah. Yes, he decided to join in on this conversation with me and Andre today, and I'm super excited. We have a, like our yeah. our little own conversation. I think it's really important for business owners as well as consumers to tap in to the theme of the conversation today. Yes, and we're going to share with you, based on our background and our experience mm-hmm. working with people, being in business, and doing things. The right way. Ethically, yeah. How to not come off or be labeled as, as a scammer. A scammer. Ooh, mm. the S word. So that's what we're coming in with it. Um, I know probably, Jalen, you've seen a lot of people Man. who don't, you know, they market a certain type of way. Even people maybe on your podcast and then months down the line, you find out that they've been scamming people. Yeah. Yep. So based on you all's experience in working with people, how do you identify if you're doing business with a scammer, if you're buying one of their products or services, how do you know? It's a great question. That is a great question. So I don't, sometimes well, it's not as. How about got? we do this? Let's, let, let's read the definition of a scammer. Ooh, ooh. Okay. All right. So, scammer definition popping up at the top of the screen. And I think it's important for us to define <laughs> what a scammer is because a lot of you all call people scammers and the, yeah. definition, the definition doesn't. I'm going to start with that. It's. Some people call people scammer because they sell their IP. They sell their time for money. They sell their experiences. No, they're making money off of their IP and their time and their experiences. That does not make someone a scammer because they want to sell their information just because they're black. No. Make it make sense. All right. Don't make it scam. And we're going to get into that, Andre. We need to. Because we need to have a conversation We need to. But this is how... Dictionary.com would define a scammer, a person who commits fraud or participates in a dishonest scheme. Mm. Mm. So they generally okay. have bad intentions. That's what a scammer, a, a scammer is. Okay. So and they purposely. Yep. Yep. They know. Because sometimes, I feel like sometimes scammers can be misconstrued. Uh, sometimes people just don't act ethically. Mm-hmm. But they don't purposely with intent to do yeah. it. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with that. So I think that there are definitely are actual scammers out there. Like, yeah, they know they're scamming. And then I think it's sometimes people get to a position where, you know, they're not just doing what they're supposed to do as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I would call that unethical or lazy business habits. Absolutely. So I know for me and just working with people and sometimes, you know, you have really, really large growth and you don't respond to emails as quickly as you need to mm-hmm. from a customer who may have put an email in wrong and. You know, if they want their money back and you're not, not responding to a refund, next thing you know, you on Twitter, you've been called a scammer. <laughs> you don't know what's going on. So I think the first thing is to make sure as a business owner that you're doing the small things and what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So especially, so this is when you have to know your market and know your space. So we as a community, as a black folk, we just started trusting each other again in the yeah. past few years. Um, literally just started trusting each other the past few years. So... A lot of times we can be more uh, quick to call people names, which might not be valid. Mm -hmm. So with us knowing that, that people might label you as X, Y, Z because of your, uh, our race, I take extra pride in customer service. Absolutely. I take, I have personal stance. I have a very flexible refund policy Mm -hmm. because I don't, you seen some of the, yep. they're annoying. Okay, you send it back. Because <laughs> I don't even want to put myself in that situation, Jalen. So I'm like, take it back. Because 94, 95% of people who buy something from me love it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I've learned so much from, from Andre. So within my space, I've been able to see people Thank who you. do business well. Mm-hmm. And see people who do, it's this opportunity for them to improve their business. Mm-hmm. So... And customer service is so, so important. That's why I work with people and they're ready to hire a virtual assistant to add that additional customer support for their business. Because you make, you know, you're making a lot of money, $50,000 yeah. a month. You should be responding to your emails. Somebody Have somebody do it. Someone got to do it. Yeah. yeah. Not, you, someone got to do it. That's got to be like a role. It's got to be like customer service rep or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Put together some email templates for them to respond to certain type of frequent asked questions. Like, mm-hmm. it's not that difficult. Okay. All right. So 
if you want to buy something from somebody, let's say a digital product, you want to make sure that they're thorough. And Alisa, what would you personally do before you buy from that person? So my first thing, I'm going to look for reviews okay. on a couple of different platforms. I'm going to look Ooh. to see what people are saying, even in the comment sections on their social media platform. Because, I mean, you really have to be thorough, especially, and it depends on how much money I'm investing. If I'm investing, mm. you know, $30, $40, you know, I'm, I can, I'm willing to lose that and take a chance if it doesn't work out for me. That's fair. Um, and I know that's not for everyone. And then I'm looking for, like, actual, I prefer video com- video reviews, actually seeing people on the uh, on They're the more camera. authentic, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because I know that people, you can get your friends to write reviews, honestly. You can. If you, you, you could. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking to do that extra layer of research. You know, I'm, I will Google people. I don't have a problem Googling people and seeing what comes up. Mm. Um, if anything related to scammy activity comes up and then it's going to kind of make me question things. And I'm somebody who can kind of see through a lot of stuff like yeah. that lifestyle content really doesn't do much for me. Um, and for certain products, you have a great third eye <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> like I'm, I'm able to like see through the fluff a lot okay. of times. So, and when I'm buying a digital product, I'm looking for a certain result. So how are you, how people even explain their products? Sometimes people put products out there. You don't know what you even buying because they haven't described it Ooh, enough. That's good. So it's a couple of different things I'm looking at. I'm looking at testimonials. I'm looking at how the, how it's displayed. Does it look nice? Does it mm-hmm. look like a program that I want to invest in? Um, and then also doing my research to determine, do they really live this life? Like, you know, people that are teaching business credit, do you have a business, right? Mm. People that, you know, are in the Airbnb space. How many Airbnbs do you have? Like, can you answer those simple questions Fair. to determine if I'm going to invest Fair. in your product? Mm. And How about I, know, you, I know for me, like, some of the same things, like Googling, even using hashtags, like hashtag scammer with their name. Or oh, going wow. on Twitter, same thing, hashtag scammer. Or just searching the actual word scammer and their name on Twitter or whatever like that. And it'll actually help you out. Uh, David said something yesterday, the Better Business Bureau. Mm-hmm. Look them up on the Better Business Bureau if they're really in business. Uh, sometimes even... Uh, you can do research on a lot of stuff that is public information, like you said. Mm-hmm. If they are a business owner, you can search their EIN. Like, mm-hmm. you can search their business name. You can search their LLC. Go to whatever state they say they operate in. Like, you can go figure that type of information out and figure out, okay, is this person really operating how they're supposed to be operating? And then you can also figure out who are they associated with. Mm. Go back and look yeah. at who's their circle. Like, what does their That's circle do? What who who type what type of people are they actually hanging out with? Are they ethical? Have mm. do they have any type of history? Um and then also really just like you said, I I also ask for customer reviews but not just the customer review. I want the customer contact. Let me wow. go contact yeah. them so I can actually get you know, physical reviews. Give me 10 of them. Give me some of the best ones and some of the worst ones. Because even me, this is something I also do like with reviews. I go on Amazon and I read reviews. I read the five-star reviews. And I'll say, okay, what's going on with the five-star? But what's also the one-star reviews? Because we understand that sometimes Ooh, there's customer complaints that's that... Really aren't even shouldn't be a customer complaint. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. they're just bitching and moaning for something <laughs> because they felt like it should have went this way when clearly they they laid it out what it was supposed to be. So mm-hmm. sometimes they they might get that mislabeled, like you said, that scammer. But sometimes you also see the true one star reviews where it's like you know blah blah blah. This person did this this and this, and then you can also see did they respond to that review? What was their resolution with that? Yep. Because sometimes it's not just okay. I dropped the ball, but how can I recover with the ball? Because yeah. that's another big thing. Once again, we understand that we're Life human. Yep. We're human. How do you fix it? Like some of the biggest companies in the world, they dropped the ball. Yep. How Samson do you had fix phones it? exploding in people's pockets. Yep. Did we call Samson scammers? Nope. You you gotta how you gotta let people recover. Absolutely. So yeah, that's, that, that, that's how I internalize and how I look at all of that. I would agree. Mm. Customer uh, customer service recovery is super, super important. Um, I try to do that. And I also want to talk to some of the customers. You need to give the business owner. You've done that for me. But you need to give the business owner time to respond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though, there's been a few times where I didn't respond and maybe my assistant responded. And maybe the, the potential customer didn't like the, the response. The tone, and yeah. you still didn't give me, you know, 48 hours to respond to the situation. Mm. You have to give time for people to fair. be able yeah. to respond and remedy the situation. 
Um, but also, I think you made a good point in regards to just looking up reviews and, and connecting with people and getting the real contact. I don't know if you all know, but in my webinar, I mentioned that I've worked with you all before. Feel free to reach out to them if if you want to hear how the service for like yep, I have I've real clients mm -hmm. out there. So that's why I generally I try to give I give out a lot of free information. Oh, tons. Let me yeah. just put it out there. I yeah. give out a lot of free information for people. If you want to take it to the next level, I recommend, you know, a paid service, but I do offer a lot of free contact for people. And even for my virtual assistant agency, I give people at least a, a brief list of people that I've worked with. I say, go ahead and do your research, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do your research. I'm giving you a list of people that you can work with. Some of them I currently still work with. And some of them are some of, uh, of my former clients, but I want you to be so certain when you start working with me that you've I done the that. research. I dig that. Here's something that you can look for as well. Does the person do what they're selling? If you go to their Instagram page or their, or their LinkedIn page, do they have a main thing? Mm. So we have multiple streams of income, right? All of us. We also have main things. Yeah. Jalen's main thing is uh, outside of the insurance adjusting is Black Wealth Renaissance. Mm -hmm. You want to market with them, advertise with them, join the academy, Black Wealth Renaissance. They also have a book. His main thing. And Lisa's main thing, virtual assistant coaching, virtual assistant service, virtual assistant company. My main thing is mobile notary services. I have other things too, but that's my main thing. You, you, people want to buy from specialists, not generalists. Absolutely. Mm. And if anyone is thinking about creating an online presence, I actually would uh, almost derail them from starting too many things too fast. Mm -hmm. Nail something down, then scale. But look at how long they've been doing it for. Look how long ago their first post was or, or on whatever platform. Are they sticking to that main thing? Mobile Home Elite, our friends, right? Yeah. Great oh. people. What do they do? <laughs> mobile homes. homes. You know it. I remember, like, homes. I remember jumping on their webinar, bro. Yeah, I like, I remember, but, like, this was, this was way back, like, Black Earth Renaissance was just starting off. And whenever I met Byron first time, like in Houston, he's like, bro, I remember y'all jumped on the webinar, bro. Like you could see how organic the buildup was. Mm -hmm. So like you stated, just going back and really understanding, cause you can go back on Black Earth Renaissance. Like you'll see our post used to be trash, but mm. it's just the buildup and the consistency. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, another thing too. Like sometimes and I know this is not just particularly with scamming, but sometimes we want to build that perfect product that just yeah. make it looks so polished, but you didn't actually have the time mm. to really make it polished. Yeah. So I, I feel like a lot of people do suffer with that whenever they are starting businesses. And sometimes that could put that pressure and sometimes they can't live up to those standards of what they're actually saying they're going to deliver. That brings me to the next point, Anna. If you're creating something, um, do sell, state what you've done. Yeah. Mm. If you are creating a course, a webinar, consulting group, if you've wholesaled five properties, you know what I would call it? How to wholesale your first five properties. Yep. It's honest. Oh, but he's wholesaled 100. Aren't people going to go to him? Let them go to him. Yep. Your audience are people who have done less than five wholesales, zero to five or, or to four. That's your target audience. You don't have to embellish. You don't have to over elaborate. You've done what you've done. Um, have you sold over 10 books, Jalen? Oh yeah. How to sell your first 10 books, an ebook or a physical book or a coaching call. Don't lie about what you've done. You don't have to. You can be honest and make an honest dollar fight the urge to over embellish. And I, I kind of want to go a little bit deeper in that because, and once again, a lot of people, they want to be the expert, right? Mm -hmm. As you grow, your community, your community can grow because if you've done five wholesale deals, you're going to continue to do them, right? Yep. So now you can show them, okay, this is how I went from five to 25, yep. or this is how I was able to scale and take you up with them and george pitts is always he always shout is great george, as this like boy. yeah shout out to my brother great george guy. he's like with coaching or with any type of digital product you're not taking them to the superstar level you're just getting them to where you're at yep be honest with it uh anna, anna you started how to become a virtual assistant now you have some kind of masters or or, or exclusive group coaching yeah. cost more money 
have how to build an agency, correct? Yeah, well, I'm coming out with that that program. It hasn't officially launched yet. Okay. Um, but I have some people signed up for it already. So, yeah, because, you know, now people are trying to figure out they did well with the virtual assistant. They're getting more clients, but they're like, how do I run an agency? And it's going to be different than you just being a virtual assistant by yourself and having your own clients, now they're in a position where they're able to scale the business. So now that's going to be a different product, and obviously it's going to be a higher price because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be an intense program. This is yeah. not just a digital product. This is actual program for them to learn. So it's, it's different layers. It's different layers. So if you have someone online telling you that, one, you don't need any money to start a business. Yeah, avoid them. That's ab- bullshit. Avoid, avoid follow them. them. I'll probably block them. Avoid them. Um. <laughs> It, like that's you what need, you report as a scam. That's, that's what you report because you you need a couple dollars. It might Something. not. It, it might, might be not 50. be ten. It might not even be ten thousand. Might be two hundred. It might be two hundred, but you need something. a couple of dollars to at least get yourself started. Um, and then, I'll, just do your research on your people. Mm-hmm. Like do your research, and then I start with building my community. Like you said, community is so important from a it's product everything. standpoint because when you want to come out with another product, start with your community. What do what do they need? What do they want? They're tr- they you built it. They're now trusting you, and there's some credibility there because you've been able to produce some type of results. Again, look at reviews. It's people promoting a digital product every single day, are and they've been doing it for six months. Are there no reviews? Mm. You might want you might want to look into that. Mm. It's something too. So now you have the how to build the middleman agency, right? Or or coming out with it. You didn't start with that. Nope. You started with where you were at with what you had. Absolutely. Now you have the next level program. And here's something else people forget about. Serve the people who are currently paying you. And when you drop new stuff, a lot of them will buy it. Mm-hmm. You don't That's even have to fact. go out, but be thorough with who's paying you. That's how you avoid becoming a scammer or being labeled a scammer. Serve who's paying you. And I need people to understand that when products are marketed, you're not always the target audience. Oof. You're not always the target audience. So sometimes when we're marketing a certain product and it looks a certain way, and I always tell that to myself, like when I don't like somebody's marketing and they're doing stuff, I know I'm not the target audience. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to accept that. But as a consumer, you still need to look into how they're marketing the product to you. They're telling you you can get six uh, six figures in 60 days in a salada yeah, fluff. No work. No work. It's easy. I'm about there. They're, you know, you're at the beach and they're telling you to do that. The word easy is, is misleading too. simple. It, I, I, I use the word simple personally. Simple, yeah. Right. You know, because I will I will argue and say it's a lot of different ways to make money out here. And it's very simple. You don't have to complicate mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but you do have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Even, even wholesaling. Yeah. It's simple. <laughs> But, but it takes work. It's work. It takes work. Yeah. It, I, I kind of want to go a little bit deeper into what you were saying about the community part too, mm-hmm. because even whenever you are releasing new products and you do want to get that polish, that polish feel, right? You can do a beta test with your community. Ooh, that's you good. can give them that's at a good. very discounted price. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can test it out on them. Let them know. Okay, give me any type of feedback. All let them feedback. know this. This is yeah. a beta group, mm-hmm. so this is not the finished product. Yep. Like you guys are going to help me grow. I'm going to learn from y'all, and then y'all get this exclusive access to this before anybody else so now they also feel like oh man i'm actually buying in like i'm actually able to help build this product so that's another great way to get that polished feel that's literally Mm. what i'm doing with my agency because one i love i love teaching people i love telling people what works well for me i enjoy doing it but i have to be realistic about the capacity that i currently have Mm. too so i'm not even advertising it out to the public i'm just focusing on let me get a small group of people Mm-hmm. To, 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 you know, master this program and then I can advertise it to, then to other people. Then you could go. Then you could go. And if you, so and some people are great community builders, right? They're great, uh, they did, they're not a market advertise and bring people in, but they haven't necessarily mastered a skill set. You can partner with other people. Bingo. Pay them a one-time fee or, or whatever revenue system that you guys come up with together. It could be a one-time teaching fee or a two-time teaching fee or whatever or a split of all the gross profits. Mm-hmm. And you have them teach, you become the marketer. Honest, ethical, you're not overly embellished, you're bringing in an expert, you do their thing, they do their thing, and you get it done. Fight the urge to lie. You don't have to lie to make money. Exactly. Um, I, We were at camp in Houston. We were, we were at a large restaurant called Camp in Houston. The, uh, the manager, shout out to... Uh, What's his name? 
It will come to me. Uh, um, was it Matt? I don't think it was. Uh, Irving, Keen, something like that. I'm going to look it up. I, I, I'm, I'm Shout sure. out to the manager. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put his picture up there. And uh, he knew me. You know, he, he, at first he thought it was Ash Cash. Uh, shout out to my man Ash Cash. Then he said, no, 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 you're the notary guy. You're Andre. Now, that happens a lot. Some people don't know my name, but, but they know what I do. I, I've never had a bad experience where someone said, you robbed me. I requested a refund. I didn't get a refund. I never had that experience in public. Nope. Never. Because I thrive myself to be ethical. I'd rather be ethical with less money in my pocket. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely, because you have to understand, especially when you have a product offer and service, a lot of people are giving you money and paying you for a certain type of result. You bingo. And if you out here scamming people, you're I think you're a horrible person. Because like <laughs> I mean, you're preying on innocent people yeah, who true. have never met generally have never met you before and they're trusting that you're gonna they're gonna get the same results or similar results that mm -hmm. you have. So be honest. Like I don't understand how people can just wake up every day and just scam people. And you know, I've seen it behind the scenes, but so I can't, I can't tell people like people that are scammed. They just gonna scam until they get caught. Yeah. Let's be honest. But mm -hmm. I think it's important for consumers to do the proper research, um, and being able to look through a lot of the fluff before you, you know, before you invest into something. Mm. Nah, that's yeah, that's that's really big. Got to do that due diligence and don't let the people just that sweet talking like kind man type stuff. Don't buy into that mm -hmm. like flashy life stuff like. You gotta look past that. Even like, even if you're asking a question and their first response is about a, about a course, I'm like, can you, can you answer their simple question? <laughs> you, you could really give quickly? you could give one or two responses, then you could say yeah, about the course. Yeah, one or two responses, but, yeah, absolutely, because you, you don't have time as an entrepreneur. But like, if people ask you a quick question, mm -hmm. can you answer it really mm -hmm. quickly instead you of could. like completely about the course? And I think the issue is that a lot of people, especially in this world of like having different digital products, their focus is the money. Yeah. The focus is the money. My goal is to build my community and put more opportunities in people's mm. pockets. Like that is what I'm driving by. Like it, it works. I know pe I have a dollar goal in mind, obviously, but my real goal is how many people can I get in my program and I can teach them to monetize their skill set. Like that is that is my focus. And I think that's where where we excel with the free webinars, mm -hmm. where we say we say, hey, look, I might not be able to answer everything now, but join me Thursday, totally free, no obligation. If you want to sign up at the end, we would love to have you. But we're able to, in real time, talk to people, answer their questions, give them some knowledgeable steps, action-oriented steps mm -hmm. that, that can help them get started on their own. But if they want to rock with us, rock with us. That's another thing. Don't discount free webinars. It makes you become a better public speaker, helps you get sales, and it allows you to inform people who might be misinformed, and it allows them to get a feel for you. Yep, mm. I like doing my free webinars. I mean, people have reached out to me and say, hey, I wasn't able to afford the course at this time, but at some, time, at some point I do, but I still was able to get one client with your free webinar. Perfect. That's what that is what the webinar Make is for. Your free I tell webinars people, good, guys. Yes. I tell people like this is the thing when you invest in a digital product, especially. If you got 20 hours to search YouTube, do it. I don't have that time. Nah, I don't nah, have that nah, capacity nah, at all. I will invest in a digital product before I spend my time looking for the right answer. If I'm able to see somebody else that has already done the mm -hmm. work and I can duplicate that, I'm going to invest in the product because I know my time is worth more than that. Oof. I know people are in different positions, but just, I mean, you're going to be searching for the answers and you'll be on the internet all day. So if you're not going to invest in it, you know, you can you can still use information from the free webinar and then but I also want people to know that when people put free content out there, we are spending our time putting free content out there for free. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, check it out. It it's it still takes time out of our day. Mm, yeah. Honestly. Raising money. Tricky thing. It can go right. It can go wrong. Mm. Uh our friend Scotty Smith, all of our Mutual homies, you met Scotty now. Yep. He's your homie too. Uh, ethical person, yep. Mm -hmm. Highly ethical. Helped me throughout the years. We're homies, work together, all that great stuff. Did workshops together. He's the quintessential person who should be raising money. He's disciplined. He's structured. And you know what he's he's not doing? He's not trying to do everything himself. Yep. He's not trying to do everything himself. He's spending a lot of money to have other people do what they do. Mm -hmm. Now, if you are considering raising money, think about it and give people an honest assessment of what can go wrong up front. 
this can go wrong. You might lose your money. Are you still want to get on board? Or if you can pay people a guarantee, what's the guaranteed backed by? Is it backed by a property? Can they own part of your company? Just let's slow down. Let's slow down. Let's not be so anxious to get people in or, or in our funds in the door. Go over things thoroughly. Go over mm-hmm. things and get people up front the worst case scenario. Absolutely. And I think what, because we recently interviewed Scotty and we asked him a series of questions. The people's product that you want to invest in, you ask them questions. How are they responding to the questions? Mm-hmm. Is it thorough? Are they able to answer the questions appropriately? If you Google that same question, are you getting a different response? That's a big one. That's okay. a big one. Like Because the, the math needs to map. It needs to make sense. I mean, and that's how you know who, who's actually done the work. Some people are putting out products. People are putting out products and they haven't done the work, but they know the product's going to sell and they build a, lo- a large community and people are still buying it. Mm. It's unfortunate, but that's just what happened. But, and like you said, just Google. Like, if they telling you something, it literally takes no time just to be like, okay, but like, you can Google it while you're alive with them. Or while, like, just verify it. Don't always take someone's word as this is actually what it is. Just, just ask Here's something Google. else that Scotty does. He does trips to his community that he's building, tiny cabin community. He does trips. To the land that he already owns and shows people what it's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. He giving them that tangible that's thorough, man. Yep. That 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 is thorough. And that's uh, kinda that's I mean, that's why I do the webinar so people can like really ask me questions. Get a cause, feel. Cause I don't have time to like as many DMs and comments I get. I don't even my assistant, we always don't have time to respond to everything. Come jump on the free webinar. We do a QA at the end, get your questions answered. Every week you do it? I do it every week. And every I don't Thursday. mind doing it because I know that people really want to get into this space mm. and they have questions. I get it. When I buy stuff, that's why I look at reviews because I have questions. I look at the return policy, right? Mm. Determine if I'm going to invest. And it's a couple of different things you should be looking for when you're going to invest in a product. I would also say be wary of thing of people who only accept cash. There's, mm. there's other security mm. measures by being able to use a credit card. A also, if you have people that are seven-figure earners, and they're too accessible, that mm. makes me question things a that's little bit. That's interesting. That is you very, know, because yeah, I almost feel like it should be some type of layer, some type some of assistant to mm. buffer between you and the seven-figure earner. So Good I think, point. don't get me wrong, some people want to be co- completely connected to their audience, but if they have a huge following already, right? And then do all the work themselves. That, they're yeah, talking about they're booked and busy, but I can I can literally <laughs> book today to get on your calendar. The math ain't mathing for me. Mm. I mean, even, it, sh- even it should be a you, Even if you're not that busy, make it look like you're busy. Man. I mean, <laughs> Set up your calendar. So if, if you're really securing deals like you say you are, like. How much free yeah. time do you have? Yeah, I like, think about and, that. And now I'm, putting, I'm probably going to give me an extra assistant because I'm almost feeling like I'm a little bit too accessible. Like, I do like responding to mm. questions, but I have to focus on other things within my business. So I think having a virtual assistant in place or some type of op- operations manager to handle certain aspects is good because sometimes when people are buying a product, they're buying access to you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that access should should be six figures, honestly. If you get mm-hmm. access to me to, to answer certain questions to you. It's, it's a $100,000 payday. I mean, I mean uh, it is. So with all that being said, you could be ethical, have great intentions, but you mess up. Mm-hmm. You take investors' money, something goes wrong with the project, you miscalculated something, how do you fix it when you mess up? Yes, I think, I mean, I think it, even if someone um, asks for a refund, again, most people, you should have some type of refund policy in place, yes. right? Um, whether it's a 60, 60 day guarantee of some sort, you know, that's what I have. If it's in that time frame, give them their refund. Yep. Um, and also, I think it, you do have a responsibility to respond to your customers' emails. So, like I say, definitely grant them, you know, a bit, 48 business owners to be able to uh, be able to respond. But you still need to be able to respond. You have, mm-hmm. you know, you have an obligation as a business owner to have, you know, follow up on complaints and things like that. Whether it's a refund, because things mess up. It happens. Things aren't perfect. You know, sometimes they don't get their product. So how are you going to clean that up? Because that's going to affect the reputation of your business. It never hurts to just apologize and say I messed up. Yeah. That's what <laughs> I was about to say. Like, I'm just so be honest. Sorry. Just be honest. Yo, it can save you lawsuits. It can save you uh, chargebacks. And it can just it just feels good. Let me just be honest. It just I, I, I try to, as much as possible, operate just what feels right and what's wrong and avoid what's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I messed up. 
And I remember I was starting early in my virtual assistant space and I had a client that needed us to do something that we were, I wasn't distinguished in or proficient in. So I actually outsourced that responsibility, but that person ghosted me Mm. and I still had deliverables. So actually I actually paid that person for wasting their time because we weren't able to deliver. Because I, again, it's you're early, a highly ethical person. It's early in my business. My name in my business means so much to me in, in how, how I get future clients. And I feel mm. like what you put out there is how you're going to get blessed. So, you know, that was early in the, it, I was able to learn from that experience, but we're doing very, very well. Shout so. out to y'all. I, I think even like a little bit deeper, we're going to honest part too. Like it kind of plays in the paying them back. Like maybe you say, okay, the next product, I'll give you half off or, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, free I'll send you some, yeah, free t-shirt. I'll f- send you a gift card or something like that just to show, you know, I want to own up to it. Mm-hmm. I'll even say it publicly or whatever. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Another thing with scammers too, I think if you do call someone a scammer and then they're just not, you know, operating like that, I feel like if you accuse them that loud, you should also apologize if they do start Absolutely. to come around and actually I like say, that. okay, I I'm, like I'm that. actually trying to work on my business. I'm trying to like, hey, I, I messed up and call you a scammer a little bit too early. That, that's real. Here's something else you could do as well. If you oh, if you had a bad deal go wrong. Most people are, are pretty cool. Offer them, ask them, can you work on a payment plan? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I owe you five grand. Yo, I, I just messed up. Can I pay you back bi-weekly XYZ amount of dollars Let me a make week? It right. People respect it. But, I, you know, we as good ethical business owners, we do the work. But yeah. I need to talk to the customers really, really quickly. Shout talk out. to them. Okay. Because some of you all, some of you all are rude. You don't, <laughs> you don't always come... You have to understand, especially with people with large communities and large platforms, if you want a question response quickly, put all the details in the first email. Mm, Let us, can good. we see screenshots? Can we see the time of the transaction? So we can resolve the issue very, very quickly. And especially, you know, send an email. DMs are hidden for people that we don't follow all the time. So we're mm-hmm. not able to respond via social media as quickly as you may like before you're saying someone's a scammer and you're having an issue. And... I would say 85% of the time the issues are because you all put the email address in incorrectly. Wrong, okay? yeah. So that is not our fault. That is because you did not type it in incorrectly. So you, you got to stop off the gate. People want to bash people. And you have to understand, we get thousands of comments. We offer, and if we offer you a discount and you ask for another discount, that's very disrespectful to our product. Yeah, that's service. rude. Don't do that. That's rude. So like, Y'all have to stop that as well as we get people asking for money, just money, not even about the product in our DMs every single day. Yeah, that's Yo, not really fam. cool either. So the, ask for a job. That's even better. Like, that's man, it didn't even come with these yeah. bullshit ass stories. Y'all be the scammers on that one. Damn it. An affiliate link, a job, something. 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you all right now because my attention span can be very, very quickly. Please don't send me any paragraphs in my emails or my DMs. It's it's lengthy and I don't even man I don't even manage my emails and my DMs. Mm. I'm letting you all know like those responses may get to me like a couple days later. Like if you if you Revenue all want and relationships. if you if you all want responses from these business owners and uh, entrepreneurs again send a screenshot spell it out for them make yeah. it make sense send a video if you have to if you have to like. Because we, we're getting, I mean, we're getting hundreds of emails every day and we, we get good reviews, a lot of good reviews. Rarely yeah. are they bad, but getting filtering through all of that takes some time. That's really good. And if something did go wrong, let's say that uh, in a name or, or a letter is missing the email and you can't log in, as a customer, don't automatically assume you've been scammed. Don't. Or don't automatically assume that the business owner messed up. It might be you. You can say, hey, I'm having issues with this. Can you help resolve it? Here goes the date I signed up. Here goes a copy of my receipt. But don't automatically accuse a business owner of doing foul play if you don't know that. Absolutely not. Yeah. Please, please. So let's talk a little bit about relationships. Why? Um, I've seen it before online. And, you know, I don't really know a lot the, a lot about the scammer lifestyle. I'm no, going to be honest. You I don't know don't a lot about the life. scammer lifestyle. But what do you all think about women that said that they would rather, like, date a scammer versus dating someone that's in the 9 that. to 5 space? And Wait, they... 
there's a, there's a video. Oh, yeah, there's there's a plenty conversation of, that's going yeah. on. Oh, there's plenty of videos out there. Where, and I just think it's the people's environments, like what they're used to. Like, I didn't grow up around, like, quote unquote, like serious scammers before. Mm-hmm. But there are women who have said that, you know, I'd rather date, date a scammer getting. Oh, sorry. Oh, get a, <laughs> Look at Adam keeping it going. <laughs> We're on camera. All right. <laughs> But there are women out there who have said that, you know, they rather date a scammer than maybe a nine to five guy. And wild times I'm assuming, we're living in. Like, if wild sca- times. It's like quick money, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay. What's the credit cards they're doing? Are they swiping? Swiping. I think, yeah. Um, I think if you're a gentleman and you encounter this kind of woman, run. Mm-hmm. The only time you should go to jail for a woman is if you're defending her honor and she's being attacked. Trying to oppress a woman or your own boys or yourself to go in and risk jail. It's never a good investment. Never. So avoid those kind of women. And look, women have their own standards. I encourage people to date where they're at, date what works for them. If my sisters or my nieces said that kind of stuff, I would have a long, hard conversation with them about their ethics. And I was like, where did I go wrong as a brother and uncle yeah. that they're even entertaining this kind of stuff? No, as a dude, no, stay, stay far away. And you're always, look, this is real numbers. Getting out of an illegal enterprise without going to jail is very rare. Yeah. I have had friends, childhood friends who have went to jail four years, two years, six years for maybe moving some drugs, moving some work. And all of them at the end of it said, damn, like I literally could have gotten a job some of them had jobs too and just stayed at the job and invested in real estate and been further ahead than I would have if I would have sold drugs. For sure. And if someone is in a business relationship or a romantic relationship with the scammer, are they guilty by association? If they know it. I kind of want to go back to the first question, like, you know, with the actual relationship part. I kind of do equate the scamming part, like the actual swiping credit card thing with like the drug dealing thing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes... You know, we are in certain environments where you are impoverished. Mm -hmm. Uh, So sometimes people turn to crime, people turn Mm -hmm. to this to actually make a way for their family and stuff like that. I don't encourage it. Uh, And I because somebody else, they had to open up my mind to this, too. They was like, okay, they're scamming. But they could also be shooting and robbing, killing people as well. I mean, they are robbing people. Yeah. But they, yeah. Like, with the scamming part, some people look at it like, oh, at least it's FDIC insured or something. But I'm like, it doesn't make it better. Yeah. But it's still, it's like, yo, you are, you're exposed to this environment and that's how you got into it. And I feel like that's that's why some of those young ladies are like that because they might look at it as like a drug dealer, like you said, it's fast, fast it's money. Quick, it's like, yo, but I'm not, I'm not on the block blanging, but I can still come in, get this money and be in the whips and stuff like that. So that's how I look at it whenever you were talking about like the relationship part. Cause that's, that's really interesting. I didn't know that that was no, I've seen uh, a, a conversation that was going on. Uh, you, you asked the question, if someone's in a relationship, business, or personal with someone, and they're a scammer, are they guilty by association? Mm-hmm. Uh, I said if they know it. Here goes, here goes a 1B mm. to that. Are they, is the person trying to fix it? So was it unethical or just did, did something go wrong with the business or the investment, and are they trying to fix it? Have they reported back to their client, clients, customers, or partners, offered an apology, offered a way to fix it? If it's a full-out scam from the get-go, you're wrong by association. But if the person is trying to rectify something that just went wrong, Mm -hmm. got out of their hands, um, if I know them personally, I would try to give them time to fix it. But if I don't see them fixing it, then I distance myself from them. Yeah, and I think, and I'm just assuming maybe, um, I think that some people, you know, if you're living a certain lifestyle and the money's just coming in, you're going to turn a blind eye to certain situations sometimes. Yeah. Some people do. And they'll act like they don't know. But if it's happening in your home, ladies, you need to, you need, aren't you, wouldn't you be curious about how your man's making his money? Wouldn't you like to get in on the business to figure out how things Mm -hmm. are going? So I would say that you're probably guilty by association. association. So if, even if you're an entrepreneur and you're starting to be in certain circles where with other people who may have like large followings and then you notice that they actually out here scamming people, Mm. you know, you, I would disconnect myself from those particular people, but you know, everybody wants to, wants to be popular. Everybody wants to be around those people, no matter what they're doing. So sometimes they do turn a blind eye. Yeah. I've 
distanced myself from people who 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 I felt, even if they didn't start out um, unethical, they didn't fix it. Yeah. Or they didn't fix it fast enough. So I had to separate myself from them. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, happened. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. then I think people, like, I don't, I'm just trying to think of, like, it doesn't last long. No. It doesn't last for, it's like temporary. You're going to get called out. You're going to get caught. It's going to be that one customer that is going to call you out, and it's not going to look good. You know, <laughs> people will create their, like, full social media pages pertaining to what you did. And that's going to hurt your brand. So, but it's so easy just to tell the truth and be honest. Man, and, and, it, and it's very, it, it's humbling, but it's a lot easier to just say I fucked up. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do want to touch on, because I think people have to do a little bit more research on this other idea. So okay, be weary of people whose audience or their clientele are mostly celebrities and you're not a celebrity. Because mm. I've heard that people who um, work mostly with celebrities, they offer them a different service than someone who may not have a large following. Mm. I've seen it happen. I won't say any names, but I would just say do your research, right? Are they charging you a higher fee compared to the celebrity because they're getting exposure? Like, are you getting the same results? Are you actually going to be working with that particular person or someone under them? So, again, guys, definitely do your research to figure out if you're, I mean, if you're working with the ethical business owner. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking about like the guilty by association part too. I feel like if you've tried to help them out, if you've called it out to their attention, like, yo, I, I think you're moving wrong. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I, there's people out here saying that you've done this or done that. Or even like, you know, if you know somebody who's selling drugs, or like, yo, bro, like, Try to get out this lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, sometimes people going to do what they're going to want to do. Yeah. They're going to want to do. But, like, if you're in a relationship and you know exactly what they're doing to get that money, you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, because if you were to be pulled into the court of law, they would say you are guilty. You are accessory to the fact. Mm-hmm. You knew that this person was doing this. You probably, you're embellishing details, acting like you don't know. That's how I look at it. But if you, if you at least tried and you say, you know what? Uh, I've tried everything I can, like you said. Then you just gotta you gotta cut it. Mm-hmm. You gotta cut it. And then that celebrity part thing too, right? That's very interesting as well mm-hmm. because you do have people who will give them this special type of discount or this special type of service, and then they treat the actual cup because they might work with one or two celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. But the actual people—that's who's keeping—that's yeah. who's keeping the business afloat. Yep. So I feel like they should be getting the best service. Mm. So I do—I I, I agree with y'all on that part. Like yeah. it's bullshit that if you can, because of course you want to give them the great service because they're—they have a larger following. But at the same time, it's the little people that really keep you afloat. Absolutely, Love I will it. say. Even if they serve as celebrities, even if they have 200,000 followers, still do your due diligence to do the research and figure out the reviews on their product or their service. I'll just say that. Here go my two to three cents. If you mess up, apologize. <laughs> Don't oversell. Tell people the risk versus the reward. Um, teach and or sell what you're doing. And if you haven't done it yet, but, but you know there's a market for it, partner with someone who has... And at all times, be ethical. Even though you can get away with it, you'll probably have a little gnawing feeling. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Don't try it. You could make a ton of money. We know all the people make a lot of money. And we can proudly shout them out, like Byron, like Money Madu, like Scotty Smith, Tim Jackson. We know people yeah, make like a lot of money. Yeah. And we could shout them out like you. Like you, and we can shout them out with pride and without having to worry about oh, are, are, are they making me look bad because they just are ethical people. Don't rush. Just take your time and just do it right. Do it the right way. Absolutely. Any last comments about the scammers? We're not gonna call anybody out on this episode. We're not. I, I <laughs> hope I hope the scammers are listening and take some our take Man, some of our. Advice. I think Adam if, wants if to you call are listening, them out, I want to talk to y'all I, I too. Think Adam wants to though. <laughs> if you listening. You need to stop that bullshit for real. Like you are taking advantage of people in the community who are really 
they're wishing and hoping for a better lifestyle and mm. you fucking it up for a lot of people who are like you and mm. like you and like like us who are actually wanting to give the information and want to do right by people people get burnt one time and then like yeah, so now it's over anything. with so I'm, yeah like yeah. stop that bullshit if you really want to make an impact like really just team up with somebody you might be a great fucking marketer team up with somebody if you really just don't know how to do it don't rush, fam. Don't rush. Just be thorough, be honest, be consistent. And, and, and again, I said it earlier, I've said it again. Here's what's not. Some people, if you're black and you sell your time and or IP information, people automatically call you a scammer. Oh, why are you charging for this? Because I'm, I'm an expert. Because I've done this. That's why I'm charging. That's not a scammer. And that's not fair to label somebody uh, that because they want to sell their time or their information. That's not fun. That's not fair. Absolutely. And then, I mean, there's a lot of different series out there. If you watch the new Netflix show, Inventing Anna, it's the guy that was swindling people all this money. Let Do your research, too. Yeah. It's not some of these scammers going to scam. But as a consumer, I need for you all to do your research. I don't know why you'll be wiring anybody any money that you barely that you barely know. And men don't really take money from women like that. Yeah, that, I don't. I don't know if I know. I don't. I don't know very many men who actually nah. take money from a woman. It has to be like an emergency, or maybe they for part of the rent if that's what they do. But men really, we don't really do that. Like, nah. that. so yeah, that's a red flag. You <laughs> feel weird like having us sometimes. Yeah. Like if a girl say, "I'm gonna pay for the dinner," I'd be like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what are we doing? yeah, yeah." yeah oh, let's also talk about some of these scammer pages though too. So, oh like, my god, we talk about Instagram. that really, really quickly, really, because okay. someone reached out to me and was just like, "Hey, I was just talking to you." I was just like, "Oh, the fake pages." Yeah, yeah. the fake pages. Like, God, like I'm sorry, the scamming is like getting like it, ridiculous. It I'm getting text oh messages god. about. Bank accounts that I've never created before. It's guys, do your research. Don't just click on random links that you have that you know nothing about. So there's a lot of fake Instagram accounts impersonating people, asking for crypto, asking for <laughs> links. Like if you've never heard me talk about crypto on my platform or even trading, why would you assume that I was sliding your DMs to initiate a conversation about that? Mm. Like again, guys, beware. Like look at the Instagram names. Do they look? Are they the same? Like. Do it I doesn't have, more have a yeah. It doesn't have an extra letter somewhere. Look like, at the comments. Look at the likes. Like it's literally sometimes it's really in your face. But I need for y'all to still mm. dig into it and research. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you how else you can identify the scammer page. Go see when their post was posted. Like they'll post yeah. all of the posts in the same damn day. Yeah. Like oh, wow. it'll literally be all be like <laughs> February. What's today? The twenty third. It'd be like 26, February 26, 26. Like all of them are that. the same. Okay. That's that's one of my fastest ways to identify if it's a scam page. I'd be like, when did they post all of this? Ah, you blocked the report, homie. Like, yeah. and that's another thing. If you see that in people's like us following, if you see people impersonating or they're doing all of the crypto and stuff, you can help us by just reporting them because and the more people them. that's yeah. reporting them and blocking them, the more Instagram says, okay, it's a large volume of people actually reporting mm. this page, so it's going to be easier to get them off of Instagram. Yeah. Mm. I just tell people, like, y'all, I have, like, three or four pages out there. Please just block them and report. <laughs> it's not me. It's yeah. not me. Do. Oh, yeah, and do what you do. As We, we, we said it earlier. Um, Xavier Miller's the crypto guy. Yeah. He came out with a crypto guide. He does what he does. Uh, Tay, he, he, he's a cybersecurity tech guy. He has the cybersecurity tech, tech guy. Yeah. Do what you just fight the urge, fight the temptation. Do if you do what you do and you do it well, you're honest about your experiences. It. If you're a one-on-one -on -one real estate investor, your course is the one-on-one -on -one course. That's what you're going to teach for mm -hmm. now. You'll scale up, you'll grow, and your audience will grow with you. But just be cool with it. Be cool. I agree. I agree. So there's a couple of different ways you can make money out here without scamming. Whoop, whoop. So I know for me, I have the virtual assistant community where you can make four to five figures a month as a virtual 160, assistant. 160, probably we're trying to come 170 mm -hmm. likes or so, uh, five star reviews or so. Very few others. Yes. Very few, like two. And I tell you, do your research. You know, if you want to ask questions, I generally do a free webinar a few times a month. Thursdays, 8 p.m. Yep. I usually do free webinars for you to ask questions. I have reviews pertaining to my program. Like he mentioned, I have five-star ratings. But also, like, for me, I know that there are people who start an entrepreneur 
becoming an entrepreneur in a business and they still mm -hmm. need support. So I also have a community. So after the program, you still have access to people within the community so you can answer questions and things like that. Oh. What are some other ways that people can make money so they don't have to scam? They could, they could join the 2 through 12K club, become a mobile notary public. If you need money, do what? Start a notary business. Start a need-based business. Need-based need business. Based business. Yeah. If you need to make money, do what? Start a need-based need business. business. And, the, and the mobile notary uh, business industry is a very need-based business. So the 2 through 12K club, we created it because... Um, with, with market research, with past student success, I realized that people who even took it semi seriously and, and it, did a part time made at least five hundred bucks a week on average, two grand a month. Life changing money for a lot of people. For other people who went all in, like our boy Malik, shout out to Malik yep. from North Carolina, shout out uh, ten, He's twelve, <laughs> fourteen grand a month. He retired from his job. He doesn't have a job anymore. So. That's why we created the two through twelve k club. If you want to, if you need to make more money or want to make more money, go to two through twelve k club dot com and enroll. Yeah. Awesome, Jalen. You can also get the uh, podcasters playbook if you want to learn how to start a podcast. You want to start getting some advertising dollars. Want to learn how you can actually create and build a brand around yourself. You can get the podcasters playbook. Uh, we'll how many episodes you are you in? Man, I don't even remember, man. I don't, I don't keep up with that. Plus? We like touching 200 now. Ooh, like, yeah. Over 2 million downloads now. That expert. Like, yeah, so we, we've got a lot of, we've been doing this for going on three or four years now. So, and, and that's another thing. Like, even if I was dropping my course, I low key had like imposter syndrome. I was like, should I drop this now? Like, oh, me too. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you should drop it because you know how to create a podcast. You know, you're producing this one and you're in it. Yeah, yeah, you know your stuff. But yeah, y'all can get that. Y'all can learn how to set up your decks so you can talk to sponsors, what you need to do to actually reach out to the sponsors, all of those type of things through the podcast's playbook. You can get that link below. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Another great episode of Revenue and Relationships. Bam! We yes. are on fire. Be sure to leave five-star review for this episode and all of the episodes moving forward. You can find us on yeah. certain plat platforms. Where can they find us, Andre? Uh, Instagram, YouTube. Give us reviews. Give and us comments. Tell us what you like. Listening platforms. Spotify, Twitter. We're everywhere. You, you're gonna see clips of this thing every friggin' yes. where. Right? Especially this episode. This episode was fire. This episode was fire. And y'all share this with y'all family and friends. <laughs> Do all of that. Peace. Peace.